Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. happy happy hour happy happy hour oh my god you guys it's not only survivor zeke smith it's superstars nico santos we got a double you know why because they're dating the paparazzi just caught them oh my god angels are centerfolds check it out oh my god new couple alert where's this from this is fantastic Uh, us weekly i believe us weekly (laughs) celebrities they're just like us new couple alert superstar yes give me some god Damn it, some goddamn fucking freeze frame. Superstar, <laughs> superstore star, for you. Nick Santos revealed he is dating survivor Zeke Smith. They posted a, sneak, uh, a sweet snapshot at LA Pride. What? All right, we'll get it. We're here, we're queer, <laughs> we're bunching. I have to find out what that is. Brunching. Did they mean brunching or did they, was that autocorrect? That's what I posted. We're here, we're queer, we're brunching. They just typed it wrong. They typed it wrong. Us we're Weekly, God Journal Standards. We're bunching? Is that we're what bunching? I was like, what's bunching? We're is bunching? that a gay thing? We're brunching. <laughs> it's we would never bunch, but we always brunch. Brunching. <laughs> uh, you went to the Broadway production of SpongeBob Square Tan- SquarePants, so if you're going to be caught dead there together, you are obviously a couple. SpongeBob con- Congratulations. Amazing. I've heard it's really amazing. good. It was SpongeBob amazing. Very it was good. amazing. I will go see it again. It's so good. <laughs> This is so... You're you're right. This is the first intentional couple we've had on. Right. A first couple we booked. Yes. Well, I booked Zeke, and I was like, hey, do you want to bring your boyfriend? Bring your, you know... Since you're you're public about this now. Bring your hot, equally talented boyfriend. Um, (laughs) hello. Hi. How ex... Oh, my God. I just... By the way, I've already made a song reference that is way too old, and they didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't get it. It was about Billy Joe McAllister and... Tallahatchie Bridge. All right, listen, motherfuckers, let me, like, listen, stem cells, let me explain something. I prefer Zygote. I am too traumatized by our first reality show president, so I did not watch a lot of Survivor, though I did watch your stuff, and it was uh, uh, fantastic and groundbreaking, because there was a reason for it, as well as just being reality show. Sure. You're like the anti-Donald Trump. You're like a reality show hero. <laughs> 
for a good reason and not for evil. You used your superpowers for good. Well, sure. I mean, I, that was not my intention. If you watched like more of my time on Survivor, I don't think you would necessarily think I'm an awesome guy. I right. was I was known for like befriending people and having touching moments and then like voting them out and stabbing them in the back and et cetera, et cetera. I just happened like my biggest oh. moment just happened to like My mom loved you on the show. <laughs> oh, <thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, well, it was a very, it's a, uh, so I guess well, For people years. who don't know, you were outed as trans on Survivor, which yes. is a pretty huge fucking audience to be outed in front of. Yeah, uh, it it was, it made global headlines. Yeah. It was like the thing, I was on like the side of Facebook, like that, the like the news alerts and things you might want to know about. Trending yeah. on, yeah, I was like the news that day, yeah. uh, which was, I mean, Obviously, I was outed, so it's not like right. I was I was publicly right. talking about being trans. I kind of considered that private information, and then it sort of became very public information. And I went from right. being someone for whom, like, that I was trans was only known by a small handful of people and, like, the people I fucked, uh, to being, like, I was the guy now. I was, like, well, I'm, like, one of the most visible transgender men in the world, right. which I did two seasons of a reality show, so that doesn't speak highly to visibility of trans men, but... It was like, yeah, now I had to go figure out how to occupy this position. Well, I loved what you said, though. Um, you were talking about when you did a search, I think is what you said. It was all tragedy. Yeah. You, said, uh, you just said, upon returning home, I googled trans outing. The search results were all stories of trans people who had been outed and killed themselves. Um, or, oh, I'm sorry, either were killed. Yeah, or committed suicide. or committed suicide. You said such bleak scenes are rather familiar for trans people. Um, you said before you went with Fiji, host Jeff Probst and I committed ourselves to not allowing what happened to me to be remembered as a tragedy nor as a victim. I resolved I would change the search result. I would write a new narrative. I would be a trans story with a happy ending. And I, I can't even imagine how many lives you've saved just with that. I, I, I don't, I don't know about saving lives. I think that's a, that's, that's a, that's a big I'll step. But I. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's odd to go from, like, the guy I was before I went on Survivor, which was this, like, schlubby comedian who was doing improv in multi-basements in New York and, like, making Well, improv is horrifyingly embarrassing, and I I mean, I I applaud you for admitting that. Well, right. I mean, I was actively doing bad in the world, I suppose you could say. Uh, And then I got, like, put in this position where, like... (laughs) I used to do improv. I was with the uh, LA Connection. You were with... uh, UCB? Yeah, Upright Citizens Brigade. But I love what they always said, like, improv, if it works, you're a genius. If it doesn't, you're a fucking asshole. Don't you think you're a control of comedy? Right? Exactly. (laughs) All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. uh, And I... So, yeah, I I didn't really, like, want to be a role model, nor did I want to be afterwards. This just sort of got thrust upon me. Um, Right, right. But I, I, th- I think like, you find yourself in this position and you want, like, I'm a bit of, like, an overachieving nerd. And so it's not like yeah. I necessarily wanted to, like, be, like, the guy who represents trans men. I just got put in this position and then I wanted to do well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I was, like, surrounded by a lot of awesome people who were encouraging. Uh, at the top of that list was Jeff Probst, who yeah. taught me to believe in yeah, myself. Yeah, I know Jeff, yeah. Jeff's uh, a fantastic human He's being. a good guy. I, I, yeah. I look up to him. Uh, there's this dude, Nick Adams at GLAAD, uh, who is also a gay trans guy, who is sort of responsible for all of like the positive changes we've seen in Hollywood yeah. with regards to trans people. He trains all the trans people how to talk to the media and craft narratives and works with studios and networks how to like better portray trans people. I mean, of course, some, like, something slipped through the cracks, as we're seeing with this uh, 
I, I, Scarjo. Scarlett Johansson Scarjo. Yeah, fiasco. Uh, you, you plan no. on web that story. So she's up, she's up for a role. Listen, if Rachel Maddow didn't say it, I don't know. So tell mommy. Celebrities are not her strong suit. Scarlett Johansson has announced that she is going to star in a new movie and she's going to portray a trans man. Wow. And this after the fact that she got shit for yeah portraying an, an asian person yeah it <laughs> goes in the shell yeah. yeah i guess she just creepier as a didn't fucking, learn as her a fucking what, what was she a voice of, whoever oh, her fucked a, river phoenix what is that her her yes her <laughs> yeah very disturbing <laughs> don't fuck with me siri <laughs> someone who's been fucked with by siri emotionally that i feel more horrifying Scarlett, don't use this. your sexy voice <laughs> To lure us lonely people. All right, listen. Let's go. Zeke, back to you. So yes. wait. Um, you said you were. You said I've traveled extensively. I've met thousands of Survivor fans. I've become an expert at taking selfies. Dodged makeout attempts from drunk ladies at Graceland. There were. That's gonna, there happen, were, that's gonna happen by the end of this. By the way. Well, well you know, I got my boyfriend. She. Um, he's got, he's got I don't care. I'm a, I'm a homewrecker and a whore. <laughs> she stuck her tongue in my boyfriend's ear. I did. He liked it. No. <laughs> Welcome to the advantages of gentlemen's and gay bars across America, but my favorite Survivor fan interactions are those in my homeland of Oklahoma, where at 18 I was chased out with torches and pitchforks. Now I return a bit of a favorite son. I also take pictures with children in Bible school t-shirts. And of course, the first thing that came to mind for me was Matthew Shepard, who's, I know, Wyoming, but same thing, right? I mean, yeah, same, same hostile Bible Belt, middle of the country type. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, you know, I my childhood, everyone was so hostile to me uh, growing up. I mean, I I didn't quite put the... I didn't know what being trans was until I was 18 and, like, living in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah. So I I was just sort of this, like, very masculine, bro-y little kid who was very much not supposed to be masculine and bro-y. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and everyone was, like, hated me. I was just despised. I mean, I was an awesome in return, right? Uh, right. But I was like, there is no place for me in Oklahoma. Like, I didn't... Once I like, started transitioning, I didn't go back there. We didn't tell anybody. Like we kept everything yeah. very quiet. Uh, Here's progress. I think in 2018 is you have an awesome beard, and by that I don't mean a wife. Look at. <laughs> I can't all, grow a beard. Ah. I can't grow that good of a beard. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, like, hairless fucking otter. Beard? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. No, I mean it, it's. But I, I that has to be. No, really? it was wild. I like I was uh, I went back. I have a friend who used to play on the University of uh, Oklahoma football team, and I'm like a big, big Sooner fan. And he took me back for a game, and like we went down on the sidelines, and I got to meet everybody, and everyone was taking like, players and coaches and administrators yeah. of the university taking pictures with me, excited to meet me. And I was like, I never like I love Oklahoma football so much. I never thought I was going to get to go to a game again. Well, that you can get executed for right. not being an Oklahoma football fan. Ex- right? Oh, exactly. I'm uh, I, I, trans. I, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I I kind of never thought I was gonna get to like be part of the my the, my hometown again. Yeah, and like I can be, and they yeah. know everything, and yeah. they still don't care. It's very interesting how like a little bit of fame transcends all the hate. Well, isn't that interesting? But you had a I, I mean an amazing platform because I, I I thought it was interesting. I'm reading a bunch of articles, but why Survivor Zeke Smith wanted CBS to air the moment he got out it because you you did have a choice. Like you could have said, "Don't air this." I don't. Right, I mean, when it happened, it's those that handful of people airing it is like okay, now millions of people, right? Yeah, I mean, theoretically, I had a choice. I never really thought about it like that. Uh, I think right. Survivor, it's so real. You starve and you sleep in the dirt and you make friendships and you betray people, uh, and it is a very real thing that happens to you. 
And when that happened, and when I got through the night pretty unscathed, and there was like all these amazing supportive people, I did okay. I think everybody marched away that night thinking, well, we have a moment that like we have the chance to educate people and maybe change some hearts and minds. Yeah. So for me, I never doubted that it was going to air. The the shift in my mind just became, all right, how do we prepare for my like how do I, how do I prepare for my life to be radically changed, and how do I measure up to this moment? Um, well, you talked about why being vulnerable was worth the risk. Uh, do you still have your willy? I mean, I wanted to know. A talk show host giggled, referring to Caitlyn Jenner on April 11th, the day before, quote-unquote, the episode. The audience laughed. My heart sank. In 12 hours, I'd be discussing my life's most exposing moment on a talk show. I knew my bathing suit area would be top of mind. Um, yeah, I actually was going to be on that exact same talk show. That's why I was yeah. watching the talk show. Yeah. It's the talk on CBS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. And well, I was watching it for, like, We rap. just had Aisha Tyler on a few weeks ago, my good friend. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she was on the day I was on. Okay. Yeah, she, uh, she. I'm trying to think if she was on before you left or no. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, she because she left the show eventually. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, there was like, and like a very non, a not sensitive, not supportive conversation about Caitlyn Jenner's genitals yeah. happening the day before I was gonna go like beyond. And I think for me the scary part was I went from being a person who was trans but not publicly trans uh, to being like, well, what is the the shift in the way people are going to talk about me and my privacy right. and like sort of my dignity. How's that going to change when I am a publicly trans person? Because this is how trans people are talked about so cavalierly, like yeah. in, in, in yeah. the public eye, in the media. And you're like, fuck, is that going to happen to me now? Well, listen, we've had uh, Julie Goldman on the show. Uh, I love Julie Goldman. I, who is fantastic. Right. Um, who I found myself wildly attracted to. Um, but sure. <laughs> I, mean, I, that, I get I mean, it. I get it. But I get like, because I'm a liberal and I would, but I'm like a little fucking Catholic school girl from Buffalo, and I live in my basement. And I was like, <laughs> I was like asking all those questions. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, can I ask you embarrassing questions? <laughs> because I feel like that may be part of it. Is people are just sort of what it feels intrusive may just be curiosity that is not ill-intentioned in some in some cases. Totally, right? and I think for the most part it is. Um, I, I am often the first trans person many people have met, and that was particularly true when I was transitioning right. 10 years ago. So I, I transitioned like a year before Chaz Bono hit the scene. Yeah. So I was really the first trans guy anyone had ever yeah. heard of. Yeah. So for me, I'm a novelty, and people are like invasively curious because they're like, because it's tabloidy, or sometimes people are generally trying to understand. But I think I, I am not, like, for, for me, I'm your novelty, but you like wanting to know about my life, that's not a novelty for me. Right. And it got, when I was transitioning, I, I was constantly put in a position where I had to educate. So my whole life became right. like explaining and justifying my existence to other people, which is not fun. Right. Uh, and I think that like now I'm in a position where I've sort of like said like, okay, all right, great. I, I will be the one who yeah. answers some questions. We'll write some articles. I'll write a book. Like, well, I, mean, I want to give more insight. How often have you heard? Do you still have your thing? Like, <laughs> people like, don't. Just, there's, I think, the obsessive focus on your genitals, like from the other trans people I know, is is the thing that's. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I actually have not. The so that article you were reading from, like, why being vulnerable is worth the risk. The the takeaway from that article is that like I kind of came through it unscathed. Like, right. I got. Tons and tons and tons of support. I would say like three percent of the the, the yeah. like social media backlash was negative. Everyone was super supportive. Christians, Midwestern moms, like everyone has been awesome. And I've never been asked like a Jenny question. I mean, maybe but someone it, will like. Isn't that like a? I, I mean, to me, 
progress because you think like maybe people hadn't been exposed to this in such a wide scale as the kind of numbers that Survivor has. Because I mean, you know, in the wake of your outing, you 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 combined with Survivor, CBS, Glad, um, Time Magazine said Zeke Smith made a huge impact, educated many viewers that traditional activists cannot reach. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. No one else would get that wide an audience, right? To to be able to just go, oh, he's just like you, me, and you. Like he's that, you know, funny, smart guy. I like on Survivor. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a. There's a couple of of of, of things. I think one, people watch me for almost an entire year, kind of like grow and change and be like Goofy Zeke on Survivor before they knew that I was trans. Right. So like they. It didn't. I didn't lead as like being like the trans person, which I think often turns off people's minds. They're like, "Oh well, I like Zeke, and this doesn't really change anything for me." Um, I think the other part too is uh, they say that like the most effective form of LGBT activism is when a person like meets a gay, lesbian, bi, trans yeah. person. But they're you know trans people are uh, like projected to be between like 0.6 and 1.4% of the population whereas we say like gay people are 10% of the population. Yeah. So they we haven't had the the chance to like be met in person and change hearts and minds. Like Yeah. By, no, they say yeah. the biggest predicator in gay rights whites moves so much more quickly is because people know somebody. Right. Like, oh, it's my cousin, neighbor, doctor, yeah. somebody. Yeah, um, and what reality television allowed I think me to do was like be the trans person that people know. Right? Here's what what does make you unrelatable is you went to Harvard uh, yes. <laughs> With a degree in religion? Really? I mean, this yeah. is so the weirdest. This is, uh, but but you, studies focused on biblical interpretation and LGBT inclusive theology, yes. which I think there needs to be more of a emphasis on where you go, Jesus never fucking mentioned homosexuality. Like a lot of biblical scholars don't think Sodom and Gomorrah was about homosexuality. They think it was about promiscuity. Yeah, promiscuity or about hospitality. Uh, that people were being rude, right? Uh, yeah, rudeness. Rudeness. Please. Yeah, I, Christianity is such a it's a difficult topic to. It's a frustrating topic for someone who I'm. Uh, I go in and out of believing in God and sort of being religious. <laughs> uh, I almost became an Episcopal priest, but no, I, I, I I did twelve years hard time Catholic school. Oh, oh yeah, sure, fifteen years in the Philippines. Oh. Oh, in the Philippines. years of private Catholic school in the Philippines. I'm, I'm going to get yeah. to you. I have a whole you stack in a second. I'm going to make another old person joke you're not going to get, and that's about trying to steal Imelda Marco's shoes, but that's for later. I, so uh, I, was, I think he would know I that. Know, I would oh, know you that. do that joke? Okay, good. He's from the Philippines. They, they, were, they were still in power before I left. So. All right, I thought that was going to be a Billy Joel McAllister joke. But people are going to be like, Grandma. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Knock off stuff. Get out of your house. Jesus. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, because I think that like the evangelicals have sort of staked a claim onto what Christianity is, and I think they're the furthest ones from who have like a grasp on what yeah. Jesus was trying to yes. teach the world. Um, but there are still so many people who are Christians. When did who are Jesus mainline- say, put baby baby jails? Didn't he say that? Right. Oh, yeah, baby jails. It's, right. He said, you know, find foreigners uh, who, are, who are fleeing persecution and, and further dehumanize them. That's, that's what he that's said. That's what Jesus said. I remember that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even have a fancy Harvard religion degree. <laughs> we don't um, pay attention to Leviticuses. <laughs> in your youth, you dabbled in musical theater. That's hard to recover from. Um, oh, it's, it was great preparation for ultimately ending up as a gay man. 
No, I love that. It says, as he ventures towards 30, he gets his performance kick telling sordid tales from his love life. Well, now they're not sordid. Now they're all I know. too I'm happy. All, Your act is blown. I, I know, right? I, uh, I, I'm no longer like the wild man that I used to be. I've been tamed. How long has this been going on? Uh, like three months. Mm, yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What, what is that in the gay trans world? Like, that's... I don't know what trans world like being gay 50 world. Like a 50-year-old. I was calling Dylan my boyfriend at three months. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> no, wait. Born and raised Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, uh, obviously, resides here in L.A. where you're tremendously disappointed in the food. Um, Though it's gotten better. Who can blame you? I wrote that. That's on my website. Fucking I wrote sucks. that before we got together. Uh, and <laughs> I we, have showed him that oh. L.A. is a great food city. Yes. You've, you've opened my eyes. Yeah, the Filipinos are hoarding all the good food in L.A., just in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, so now for those people that are the uninformed and they're like, oh my God, I've never seen it. So what was your process and what does it feel like? How is it different from being gay? When did you realize? What was your what was your transition like? Like, how did all that happen? Sure. Uh, so, well, I kind of like, I think one of like my first pieces of self-knowledge I had as a small child was that I was a boy uh, and people were like, so no, that, but people understand that's different than feeling gay. It's right. different than feeling. Just like orientation, and sexual orientation are two very different things. Right. Yes. Uh, so, like, sexual orientation is to whom you are attracted, uh, and gender identity is like your internal sense of being a you know man, a woman, or whatever. Uh, I, I say whatever because you know we've opened the door for many gender options beyond the binary, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I just sort of had always had this like sense about me and have been I've, very similar to the way that I am now throughout childhood. Uh, but I, you know, was sort of like forced to like be feminine or, uh, you know, do the Which things is that very hard with that do. impressive beard. Yeah, I, I'm not just yeah. at five in a tutu like I was in. She was a hairy child, actually. If I was a hairy child, I really would. <laughs> yeah. So like I kind of dyke and a dyke. And I'm just saying didn't look right in a tutu. Yeah. Well, I actually, I did my dyke time as well. Because, like, I was looking for a solution. Sure. I was looking for an answer. Like, what is the available form of masculinity? Do you feel like that's almost more acceptable? Oh, okay, I could just be gay is more acceptable or something, right? Well, I like, didn't know that being a trans was an option until I was 18. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was, like, I, I, I think at, like, 12, I was like, I'm a dyke. Get me a football jersey and some cargo shorts and a short haircut, right? Because <laughs> it was, like, it was, like, the closest I could get. It kind of stuck, though. Short haircut, cargo shorts? Oh, oh God. <laughs> Darling, no. And then I'm you're like, Jesus. I'm sexual now. I don't wear cargo shorts. We're working on that. <laughs> then you're like, Jesus, this smells like high noon at South Street Seaport. Oh, yeah. this is awful, too. What? That was a pussy joke. All right, listen. I, see, I picked it up. I let's picked it move up. on. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I get to college and I'm like, great. I'm uh, like, I was out in Oklahoma City. People weren't wild about it. Get to Harvard. I'm like, find a bunch of crunchy dykes. And I'm like, I found my people. And they're like, no, you're different. Do you, are you trans? Mm-hmm. And I go, what the fuck is that? What's that? Uh, and then I, I, I are we talking I about trans fat? Trans fat. Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, transmission. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 you know, I takes me a couple of years to like wrap my head around it, and I'm like, oh no, the answer is not that like I'm a really butch dyke. The answer is that I'm a dude, uh, yes. and I started transitioning. Uh, and a thing that is actually rather common amongst trans men is that they start as lesbians and they transition and they sure. end up faggots. Sure, which is what happened to me. Sure, uh, and I feel like you can use that, and the rest of us can't. But all right. Oh, well, we can use it. I feel like my mother. Oh, stay dear. over there, lady. Yeah. Oh, dear. Stay in your lane. <laughs> exactly. Stay in your lane, Bulldike. Thanks, Dyke. <laughs> uh, Shut up, knob gobbler. Go ahead, Zeke. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And so that's, I, 
you know, I'm writing a book about it. So if you want, like, the full detailed experience, you're more than welcome to read it. It'll probably come out next year. Uh, but, yeah. I, oh, one. Wait, will it come out or will it be outed on Survivor? <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Because maybe he, okay. <laughs> it worked. Look, I, I would love to be outed as a book publisher, or a published <laughs> author on Survivor. Exactly. Like, to get that audience again. Man, like, when the next, when's the next time I'm going to get, like, 10 million viewers? Right? Exactly. Right? Exactly. I'll take that press any day. Everybody hold those thoughts while I refill my Cameron Hughes wine. Travis. Stephanie. I just went to a party and I brought Cameron Hughes rosé and Moscato and everybody at the party loved it and I'm like a walking infomercial for Cameron Hughes wine I'm gonna say you're the most popular girl at the party because you showed up with good wine listen okay can I just explain here I want to say something shocking if I Cameron Hughes was not an advertiser I would still get my wine at Cameron Hughes. You know why? And I told everybody at the party this I was trying to explain it to them I'm like these are award winning wines at half the price what Period. else do you need to say? Period. They are premium wines. Cameron Hughes is a guy. He's a really handsome guy, by the way. Well, thank pictures God you of found him Cameron in his, Hughes. In his, right? Tasting wine, tasting wine. He tastes wine from all over the world. Premium wines. And then he is able to bring it to you, I'm telling you, at like half the price. If you love wine as much as I do, you have got to... Uh, it's chwine.com slash Stephanie. You've got to see what I'm talking about. How does he do it? His secret lies in purchasing direct from boutique wineries, cutting out the middleman, uh, Cam searches for the best wines, bottles them, always keeps his sources secret. My friend Marsha was here. She had yeah. some Chardonnay Lot 570, uh, which is fantastic, big, buttery, my favorite. She's like, I can't get that one anymore. She's like, I need to get, yeah, she was saying the same thing to me. You got to hurry. Like, they sell out, of, and then they get, but, but there's just different lot names. It's just Cameron Hughes, Lot 557 is the rosé, for instance. Um, I love all of their Chardonnays. I love all of their Pinot Noirs. Um, the guy that owns the show, trying to kill me some life insurance yeah. money. Tried the Zinfandel they just sent. He's all in. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Cameron Hughes wine. All about what's inside the bottle. No fancy labels. Uh, It's just high quality wine at prices anybody can afford. You will be blown away. I was. Go to chwine.com slash Miller or text my name Miller to 511-511. Receive 15% off and free shipping. What? Why are you driving to the wine store or the wherever? You just got a minimum three bottle order. You're going to want more than that anyway. Text Miller to 511-511. Receive 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three bottle order today. Cameron Hughes Wine. Exceptional value. Exceptional wine. Do it now. chwine.com slash Miller. And now back to the show. But can, okay, can we just... I've held off so long talking about what a complete fucking asshole Donald Trump is. And you... So many levels. But you talked about the trans ban. I did not even know some of this in this article. One segment of Americans is twice as likely to serve than the general population. Transgender Americans. Uh, There's been roughly 150,000 transgender Americans serving in uniform. We serve at nearly twice the rate of the general population. Um, The president of the United States said in a tweet... Uh, right, that the, they will be purged because they're a burden to the nation's military. Uh, and I, he's such a fucking liar. In this tweet, like everything else, he goes after consulting with my generals, and they had no fucking worldly idea. No, they were. He didn't just consult with imp- anybody. Right, and they were implementing Obama's repeal of the trans ban, and were like good to go and ready to integrate trans people right. like fully into like by a five-time draft yeah. dodger fucking bone spur bone spurs. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Travis tells me to stop swearing so much on the happy hour, but I keep telling him to fucking swear and drink. Fuck yourself, yeah. knob gobbler. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jake. no. I think uh, luckily most of the trans ban has been held up in courts, which is to say that 
So I guess the Obama's Obama's policy was that like you could be like I could go. I mean, I'm too old now, but like theoretically, I could go and join the Marines right. as like an openly trans person, right. or you could be in the military and come out as trans and transition right. in the military. Right. Uh, so there are active trans service members or people actively transitioning in the military, and they get to stay. Yeah. But now you can't like be an openly trans person. There's a and sign zero point one three percent increase in mili- military health care spending when he talked about it's too expensive. Yeah, actually, I think I think there's the Viagra stat in there that the right that like they they would pay they 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 currently pay more in giving Viagra to veterans or in, to active service members mm-hmm. than they would pay for trans healthcare. Right, um, but trans you had a, you had like a great tweet. You said, "Get angry, get loud, get active," but remember to take a break, recharge, smile every now and again. Rage fatigue is real. Sadness can drown you. Stay healthy and sharp. Happiness can make you better. The fight is long, and we need you. Um, that is what we try to say every day, and it's hard for a lot of us to live up to it. Well, you know, I mean, in some ways, I want to say, uh, fuck you, you found him. But um, <laughs> in another way, <laughs> say, thank you for being a patriot oh, and continuing to fight. Uh, let's talk about your fantastic... Look who's here. You just My handsome jumped boy your chips all over the table. Pardon? You just jumped your tip, dumped your chips all over the table. I did? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've overturned my poker chips. Okay. Nick. Chips. <laughs> so, I, I love this couple. music. Uh, Nick, a uh, Filipino-American actor. Um, Nico. Okay, NBC Nico. series. Uh, Nico. What? Nico. Right, that's what I said. <laughs> I'm drunk. Leave me alone. NBC series, Superstore. I was telling you, there's one degree of Stephanie Miller happy hour separation because Susan Feniger, super chef, my good friend who did happy hour a few weeks ago, her nephew, Ben, lives yes. a stone's throw away, yep. co-star with you in America, uh, yes. Ferrara on the Superstore. Yes. I love Ben. And I love Susan. She's so great. I know. She's so lovely. I know. Good food in L.A., right? So good. Come so on. Good. And I love Don't that say the food sucks in L.A. That um, Listen. <laughs> Simply Divine event that she, that she hosts every year. Yeah. The, the fundraiser for the LGBT Center. She, she so does awesome. fundraising for everything. She yeah. donates her services to everything. She is an activist, a hero. Um, let's talk about... So, but you, so you were born in Manila, Philippines. I was. Moved when you were 16 to Oregon, mm-hmm. right? Gresham, um, Oregon. <laughs> you worked at the Shakespeare Festival, right? I did also work at the Shakespeare. Festival. I went there for the first time. I showed my boyfriend. His really? Mom, his Wait, mom, he, his did you do Ashland? Yeah. So <gasps> I went to. I went to. Oh my college. god! My college crush went Terry. Uh, Terry McMahon. I, Terry McMahon. Yes, I, I dated her brother, but I really had a crush I on know her. Terry McMahon. She's oh my married, god! She's married to. Was uh, she so hot? She's married to uh, David Kelly. Whatever. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Wait, she's married. I thought Michelle Pfeiffer was. No, that's David E. Kelly. Oh, okay. Well, I did it her brother, because, you know, when you didn't know you were gay yet, I was like, sure, I'll date your brother. And I was like, "Mm." oh, my God, do you know her? She was my college best friend. Best friend. (laughs) I went to uh... As as Dykes called it in college. (laughs) She's straight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. No, I went to to college in in Ashland. I was going to ask you. You seriously know Terry McMahon. Okay, listen, everybody, (laughs) you know what? You all fucking leave. (laughs) So, yeah. So I went to college in Oh, my God, so hot dancer. Okay. And then um, I, like, yeah, I I, I studied theater there, and then uh, I got a job at the the Shakespeare Festival uh, doing wardrobe. And that's how I met uh, Terry and and all the other actors. and all that. Terry. I worked there for a few seasons doing, yeah, doing wardrobe and Terry, washing hot people's underwears and, and Wasn't fixing Wasn't that hot? Washing their... people's uh, sweaty costumes and fucking jocks. But also just like, learn to wipe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. The least thing you can do. Uh, 
Think about the wash the washers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I swear to God, I had no idea. I thought like, no, that's not the Ashland Fest. He won't know. Yes, that's that where exactly where I worked for a few seasons. And then I was like, I'm going to college and working in a small town in Southern Oregon where I am. I'm a gay man right. in my 20s. When did you know? When did I know I was gay? Okay. Oh, I was like At three, birth. four, five. Yeah. At birth, I, you're like, ew, get me out of this disgusting <laughs> thing. What is Oh, it's a vagina. I knew, I knew <laughs> pretty, I knew pretty <laughs> early on. Did you? Do you what? think some gay men are just disgusted by the vagina see do you think that's like that's that early you're just like i don't ever want to be back or whatever this is uh i no i don't i don't know i don't think so uh sorry that was i just threw that i was a fastball <laughs> sorry um i i, I got no it. but your what, mom what were we, talking about? we were talking about vaginas. your mom was very supportive of you as an My actor you said she's not a stereotypic uh asian tiger mom she's not she was very supportive of you she wanted was, to be an actor. yeah she was just really like she just wanted me to be happy she's like whatever you want to do i support just be happy that's a fantastic impression do some more just like i love you. you can be a comedian it's fine this one day buy me a house Nico. in the hollywood hills Nico. She just, she has no um, <laughs> concept of how Hollywood works. She thinks, like, the first job I booked, she's like, oh, you must have gotten paid $50,000. Like, for one scene in Mall Cop 2, <laughs> that's now how this works, Mom. And do you know how much a house costs in the Hollywood Hills? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's all, not this, Southern all this means is that you don't have to pay my cell phone bill anymore. That's all this means. And I can pay so rent wait. for this month. <laughs> no, I heard that she works at Home Depot and she's always emailing you with story ideas. She's, she works at Home Depot. She loves her job. She works the morning shift. She's at work at 5 o'clock in the morning. And she's so, hours. Yeah. Yeah. She's We're like, morning radio talk people, so. Yeah. She's like, I like my job because I start at 5. I, I leave at 2. I still have time for my errands. It's very nice. Your but what? She, my errands. Mm-hmm. Errands. Okay. You know, to do my errands. Um. Yes. But she'll always you said email she, you me. Love, she loves visiting me on set. I think if I was a child actor, she would totally have been um, a stage toddlers and tiaras. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> she would have been that mom. Absolutely. Like when I first started doing comedy, she was kind of just like super supportive. But now she's like, she, I think she like she reads Variety and Deadline. She's like, oh, that, that pilot was very good. I don't think it'll get picked up to serious though. They didn't have very good ratings. No, she does like... <laughs> I had a general with so-and-so. Yeah. That's what you talk like, our logo <laughs> friend back there. I had a general. I'm like, okay, no one else yeah. talks like that in America. You in a general meeting, but uh, you just say a general because you're a fucking Hollywood executive. Okay. Maybe um, you should sign up with a UTA. I'm like, yes, mom. I would love to be with UTA, but just whatever. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, <laughs> um, I love that you said you basically modeled Mateo after the shady queens I used to work with in retail. So Girl. they originally were casting a... <laughs> you said Mateo... He was not written as a gay Filipino character. He no. was written as a straight Latino macho kind of character. I played it like a shady queen. And yeah. they just went, oh, that. that we works. want that. <laughs> yeah. I like, we, we, we want that. that. We, don't, we want yeah. it, but we want that. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it was really great because the, right. the pilot uh, for Superstore, none of the roles um, had any specific ethnici- es- I can't talk. ethnicity. 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 Uh, I've had a lot of. <laughs> He's is, the sober one, by the way. This right is a lot of like, wine. Really I can say ethnicity. There was no specific races <laughs> attached to. It's colorblind to, casting. Yes. Attached to all of the roles except for Mateo's role that was spe- specified as. A Latino guy who was like straight and like macho, grabbing your power, motherfucker. I'm like, no, you know what? It's a shady queen. I can't. I mean, like, I I can only play butch to a certain degree. 
And I was like, there was no way so we were going to be able to what, play this What book. were the shady queens you work with in retail, and how did you model it? Oh, my God. I mean, like, not only were there shady queens that I worked with, but also, like, the older Japanese women. They were just sharks. I just worked with a lot of sharks on the sales floor, and it was a free-for-all because everybody had to meet their quota. And if you missed your quota, you got fired. So people were, like, hiding merchandise in the back or, like, <laughs> would be, like, telling customers, like, I have this uh, this like bag that's really hard to get, like this this new Chloe right. bag that's really hard to get, but like I have it, so you have to buy it for me. Nico doesn't have it. I'm like, bitch, what is he doing? That is my client. Bitch, please. Yeah, <laughs> people would just be stealing clients left and right, um, <laughs> hiding merchandise, right, fighting in front of the clients. Like that's my client. <laughs> I was helping them before uh-huh. you started helping them. I'm like, yeah, but you ignored them for an hour, and now that they're spending fifteen thousand dollars, me all of a sudden, yeah, oh, that was my client. So yeah. now, so were you shady. intimidated? Because you said you were a fan of America Ferrara, and who isn't? I, I saw her. I, I'm a fan as an activist. I saw her speak, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, she's... Uh, she's but I incredible. Mean, that, yeah, but that yeah. must be... Were you intimidated? How was it? I mean... I was, I was very intimidated. Superstar was my fifth acting job. So I was just doing stand-up comedy before I started acting, and I had been booking these smaller roles, but, like, right. Superstar was the biggest role ever booked, and... You know, I, I, I just didn't want to fuck it up. I was like, yeah, it was totally like drag race. Like, don't fuck, don't it, up. fuck it up. That was your whole. Like, oh, that just was in your. Like, yes. Don't fuck it up. Don't exactly. fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. You've got I, a yeah. bigger role now with Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich, well, Rich Asians, Asians is, is supposed to be the out. movie of the yeah. summer. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be the girl's trip of the summer. Very excited <gasps> about that movie. Very Asian excited. man girl trip. Oh, my the God. The first Hollywood movie with an all Asian cast in 25 years. Yeah. Can you believe it? Where no one kicks anyone in the head, I'm guessing? Or, yeah, exactly. Or do they? There's no, there's no, no. It's, it's, there's nobody's doing Kung Fu. There's none of this. There's none of that. It's yeah. so hidden, t- Crouch Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Hang on. We have a really racist thing. Yeah. There you go. There's none of that in this movie. Nobody does Kung Fu. It's not a period piece. There's no chance, nothing. Yeah, yeah. No Chan free. No, no. Um, it's great. It's just like a, a, a your your classic um, epic romantic comedy, and it's it wow. just happens to have all Asian. When people. does it come out? August fifteenth. <gasps> oh my it's god! It's gonna be good, you guys. Oh my I, god! So good. I had some friends um, at dinner that we were, I told them that we were booking you in here, and they were like, "He's it's Oliver." Oliver. I'm like one of them had read the books, and he's like, yeah. "I've read all the books." It's, he was. <laughs> Very excited. I'm really excited. In the, in the first, hopefully, we get to do um, uh, two more movies. Yeah, the other two books, right? One. Yeah. So we'll see. You also were on uh, Chelsea Lately. Who, I, did, I used to do Chelsea Lately. Yeah. yeah, we've we have we've had Jen Kirkman, Ben Glebe, everybody. That's Ross been Matthews, on. Fortune yeah. Beamster. Yeah, yeah. I, love, um, I love all of those people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys. It's interesting. I mean, and um, you too, Zeke. Isn't it interesting how I don't know whether it's Trump. There are so many actors that are incredibly smart funny activists that have been blending this for a while and do you feel like it's just because of what we're up against I mean it's just because I feel like I don't want to say to your generation I'm like I thought we were home free man after Obama and now we're like regressing anti-gay anti-trans anti Immigrant, anti, yeah. right? Just racist, sexist, homophobic. I, I just mean, never really thought we'd, we'd be in this position. Like when I moved to the United States, I was just so yeah. hopeful for like starting a better life, and 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 you know because I I grew up in the Philippines, the Marcuses had just been toppled, you know, yeah. like, f- from the regime. And thank uh, you for getting the shoe joke. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I fully get it. Shit, a lot of shit. I fully get it. A lot of gay men with like um, shoes. And you know, and like uh, the Philippine government is not perfect, especially right now. <laughs> but Trump's a fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course they, Trump's they a fan. Drug dealers, right? <laughs> of course <laughs> Trump is a fan. Um, but you know, I, I was really, I really thought that I was leaving that kind of unstable government uh, yeah. behind. Yeah. Uh, and then and then I moved here and things seemed to be going great, uh, even though we had like Bush in office and all that stuff and then yeah. Obama was in office yes. we were like yay and then this happened I was like oh my oh, god shit. I could always go back to the Philippines and then I was like no I can't <laughs> not an option <laughs> not an option not an option I'm stuck but isn't that I mean just not you know Democrat Republican that people are fleeing here yeah. for asylum and we're putting babies in jail with no plan how to have them find their parents again yeah i mean it's i mean it's really i saw a thread on twitter recently that really compared uh what trump is doing to uh what ferdinand marcos was doing in the beginning Mm -hmm. and it is Mm -hmm. really eerily scary that this this is how my dad was a prosecutor at nuremberg this is how fascism starts Starts. where you just go oh no that's okay those are those proud people we don't care about i mean but it's Oh, I mean, it's just, it's such a terrifying time, isn't it? I mean, and thank you guys, because you really are like such sort of fierce um, activists. But I have to ask you, because I'm, uh, as I've mentioned, a thousand years older. (laughs) But don't you feel like, I mean, is your generation sort of imbued with that more sort of sense of urgency? Because you're like, oh, shit, look like what we're up against now. We thought we were all going to be. Environment, a lot of stuff is being broken. Everything. But I mean, the, the fact that. Trump would just in a tweet go, no, no trans troops. You're like, what? I mean, half the shit he does is just not constitutional. It's not legal. Yeah. No, I I think that, you know, I I remember uh, my dad and I were talking about an article we saw on uh, the Nate Nate Silver's website during the election about how um, Bernie won the Oklahoma Democratic primary Mm -hmm. uh, and that like by leaps and bounds and had a lot of like red voters voting for Bernie, but how a lot of the Bernie voters were going to vote for Trump. Uh, and I, I, because it's not that they, like any particular policy they were leaning towards, like they were interested in disruption. I think we yeah. hear disruption talk yeah. a lot about in Silicon that's Valley. What, that's what Russia was interested in too. Yeah. Disrupt- <laughs> but I think that's more and like, <laughs> but I think, yeah. you know, during the Obama years, like, all Congress did was say no. Like, nobody got anything done. And I think yeah. there is, I mean, yes, I think it's true. Like, there is this, like, embedded racism in our country that, that is, like, rearing its head in, in this ugly way. But I think more people are tired of the way that, like, politics works and were frustrated and wanted to send someone to go, like, fuck it up. I just don't think anybody thought he was going to fuck it up the way he did. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think. Oh, I did. I, I mean, sure. Russia, Russia did. <laughs> I think a lot of people who voted for him, this is not what they thought they were getting. Yeah. Um, I, however, religiously watched The Celebrity Apprentice, so I knew exactly <laughs> what we were getting. I, I swear to God, I feel like celebrity, you know, reality show people like Zeke Smith from Survivor fucking saw this coming for the rest of us because you're going, he's a reality show guy. Yeah. It's all about chaos and what's going to hold you till the next commercial break. It's not about, this is not about governing. He has no fucking idea what he's doing it's like what might get clicks with my base oh we hate trans people great yeah we hate gays great he just he has right i think like probably no one in in the world like i mean no one in the world loathes themselves as much as donald trump does yeah he's like whatever i'm just gonna do whatever the fuck people want and like the hatred almost feeds him 
Yeah. Right? It's like he wants to go, like, antagonize people. I feel like a reality show moment between Donald Trump and Zeke Smith could save this world, don't you think? I feel like what he just said can make Donald Trump break down into tears. Say, you know, Trump would ask like, what the ratings were going to be. Yeah. Right? he just be like, I get it. You just want to be loved, right? Yeah. You just... Your father didn't and love you. you. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you never just, learned to set love God, yourself. Right? You guys are going to have like Can a, you just, a good Will it make you feel moment. better to admit that you are a, a traitor? I am a traitor. <laughs> Thank you, Zeke Smith, American patriot. <laughs> Thank you. You know, we've got the Mark Burnett connection. Maybe I, right? maybe I can work it. Tears. It doesn't print commercial. Tapes. Okay, I quit. <laughs> I, I. You know what? I fire myself. You're fired. I don't. Okay. You're right, Zeke. Zeke, you can save America. Do you understand that? You and your fantastic boyfriend, Nico, you can save America. Do you understand that? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, great. Yeah, totally. I'll save okay, America. That's a big job. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> big job. You're, you're on high. You could tell right Ivanka. You, you could tell Ivanka her <laughs> shoes are all wrong. <laughs> Distract her while Zeke goes into Donald Trump and gets him to break down into yeah. tears. You're right. You be like Melania. I love your coat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. No one does. Yeah. All right. Um. Everybody, watch Zeke Smith. Follow him on Twitter. Follow Nico on I. I um. His fantastic series and Twitter. Twitter on uh, Instagram. NBC. Yeah. But how do we tell us everything? Tell us everything. How we worship you and follow you and stalk oh. you. Oh yeah, for, for me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter yes. at Zekerchief, uh, which is Zeke R Chief. Uh, and then look out for my book Rascal, which will be uh, coming out next year. Which he won't tell us anything about. Fucking teasy little minx. I've told you all about it. It's Whatever. I don't feel like I got the, the good chapters. shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna come back. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nico Santos. Uh, and uh, Superstore will be returning this fall, and Crazy Witch Agents will be coming out August 15th. This has been fantastic. Thank you for not treating me as like a, the cast of Cocoon. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> happy fucking happy hour! Ah! Cheers. Yeah. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.